heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, and normally, I'm your Game Master. However, this week we have special guest GM, the legendary Kenneth Height, running the show to promote his new, or upcoming, we still don't know yet, Kickstarter, The Dracula Dossier. These episodes were originally supposed to coincide with the release of the Dracula Dossier Kickstarter, however, they've hit a bit of a snag in their scheduling. Hopefully, these episodes will give you an appetite for the game add-on as soon as it comes out. Before we get to the show, I wanted to remind all of you that Kat and I will be at Metatopia this weekend to run the first beta tests of our brand new role-playing system, Epiphany. If you've been following Kat in our public appearances and interviews, you know that Epiphany is a role-playing system Kat and I designed based on Groundhog Day, Stranger Than Fiction, and Freaky Friday. Metatopia is going to be one of the first chances that folks who aren't in our personal group of friends have to look at the game. Even if you don't get into our playtest group, Kat and I will be happy to meet any fans that happen to attend the show. If you live in Chicago and you want to get a crack at Epiphany, then on November 13th at 7pm you should attend the Nerdalogs Alpha playtesting event at the Logan Theater. Kat and I, along with other talented Chicago game designers, are going to be showing off early builds of their gaming systems at the Logan Theater. There will be drinks, fun, and epiphanies to be had by all. Once again, that's the Nerdalogs Alpha event, November 13th at 7 o'clock in the Logan Theater. And Metatopia this weekend, the 6th through the 9th in Morristown, New Jersey. If you want to be kept abreast of one-shot live events or playtesting updates, just follow us at OneShotRPG on Twitter. Or you can keep up with us on our community over at Google+. And while you're waiting for more one-shot news and one-shot updates, be sure to check out our other podcast, Campaign! Hosted by Kat Murphy, Campaign is run in the Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing system, and it tells an ongoing story with dedicated players John Patrick Cohen, Johnny O'Mara, and myself. You can find out more about Campaign on OneShotPodcast.com. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. It's not, you know, just really slammed and it's not, you know, serving Independence Day or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not a, a big night. Just a standard thursday um that's when i like to party yeah, yeah. thursday that's thirsty right. thursday yep zig one other zag and where you've already got 24 hours in friday yeah <laughs> that's real that's true pre gaming yeah um there's a brief sort of whole blue and, and whatnot and the guy that you know locally his name mm-hmm. is uh julio or gulio um he keeps checking his phone like he's sort of you know expecting something to happen all right and Gulio does not like to party. It, not really. He, okay. And he, and he wouldn't normally be on Brigovich's boat because they're not friends. Okay. And so it's like, that's kind of odd that he would be here. I mean, he has the pull to get on the boat. Yeah. Who is Gulio? Gulio is a local uh, mobster, mm-hmm. another low level okay. smuggler. Um, I and, love and that his, his name his crew is Gulio, around him, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he's got his crew yeah, of hard asses. Um, it means I can't just walk up to him and shake him and ask what's going on. <laughs> well, you can. Um, there will be you'll be shaking back. Where's yeah. the stuff, Gulio? Um, military <laughs> science. Looking at his crew. Yeah. Uh, they are all combat veterans. Every one of them. Which again, not super surprising, but no. they move like they were in the same unit. Like this is a very tight crew. Like this is maybe a little cut above the average. Mobster bodyguard gang. Um, and uh, do you have human terrain? 
I do not have human training. But you do have language of Serbo-Croatian. I have language Serbo-Croatian, yeah. They're speaking, especially the more they drink, with Croat accents, not Serbian accents. Oh, that's interesting. Um, which is interesting on a couple of levels. So, again, not the kind of people that you would expect to be here on the party barge. I feel like if I played in your games regularly, I would, like, pick up history books on the region that we were playing in and <laughs> read them before sessions. That's what we try to aim for, yeah. <laughs> we don't assign homework, but we reward outside study. Um, who's got the best notice? Who's the good notice guy on the boat? That is not me. Uh, is not oh, on, the boat, on the boat. It's probably a very Oliver tight race. Is not on the boat. <laughs> nope. Got are noticing all on your own. I've got mm. a one, and I used one of my uh, bonus points to, to get that one. So right. I'm going to use a bonus point to make my one a two, because right. I feel like this guy but should have two notice. you want two notice, that's fair. Um, I kind of felt that when I was building him, but I didn't want to burn yeah. all of his points. All of your points, rather. Um, well, then, now that you're officially the guy with two, <laughs> um, as you're circulating through the party, keeping an eye on things, doing your notice bit, you notice that uh, the you, you overhear the Hungarian say Dracula to one of the girls, like he's sort of okay. giving her a line of some kind. But the line involves the word Dracula, which is... Not super not usual. Very normal. No, it depends on who. That's you're how I out. start my whole routine. So Gulio, that's Gulio yeah. doing that. No, that's no, the Hungarian. That's not Hungarian. Okay. Yeah, who you know is Hungarian because of the way he's dressed and because he's speaking Hungarian. Right. I mean, he's not now. He's speaking. He's the terrible Serbian, but he's one of the people with table service. Yeah, that we he's don't one of the really know much rich about. guys you don't know a lot about. Okay. You're on the boat, right? Uh, yeah, I am on the boat. And yeah. You're on the boat. You Definitely have, on the boat. You have art history. Uh, of course. I know you do, because I gave it to you. Yeah, I totally have art history. Okay, you look at that guy. He's an art collector. Hungarian guy's an art collector. Yeah, you've seen okay. him at museums and auctions and stuff like that. You don't know a lot about him, but he's a he's a collector. He specializes uh, in the do, okay. er, uh, uh, early Renaissance, late medieval. Yeah, don't they all? <sighs> well, I mean, a lot of times now, it's all impressionists or you know, giant sta- stacks of concrete. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see a traditionalist. <laughs> And obviously things with a Hungarian national uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. element to them, so because of his... Uh, what are the Americans? You said there are Americans with table service? Yeah, there, there's a couple of Americans with table service. They look like um, uh, sort of um, the, the kind of guys who were king of their frat, you know, 40 years mm-hmm. ago, and they've been king of their whatever it was that they've been doing, <laughs> and now they got into they're consulting. not really king of anything in America because they're still, you know... 60 okay, and it's right. like seriously just stop going out and embarrassing yourself <laughs> but in eastern yanks. europe it's impossible to embarrass yourself going out that's true <laughs> so they are they're here because what they really liked was going out and partying and they've liked to go out and party forever and they're rich and successful and so they're still doing it vampires okay. and so um they are definitely happy to see dr feelgood when I, he comes i'm home. less so tactically interested um, but uh, they seem like a they're, good they're, they're not on the they're not on the k they're just doing our petty up cash and is high-end liquor definitely cool. yeah. uh our petty cash supply is definitely improving but they want with me but they want the, they, but they want the e for the girls Oh yeah, the girls like it. Oh, I'm selling them super E. Okay, uh, it's, excellent. It's, it's, the, it's capital. Yeah, they're yeah. the purple ones. The purple They've ones. never seen purple they're ones. They're delighted to buy the purple ones. They're glad to have you on board. 
one of them gives you a card and it's like, hey, if you're ever in Chevy Chase, Maryland, you give me a call. I will hook you up. I know everyone. I know a guy on the country club. You can use the green. Uh, it's not a problem. This is great. No, absolutely. Dr. Nostrum, this is excellent. Yeah. No, you're in Chevy Chase. Or, or if you're down, I mean, he used to be with me. We both went to Maryland, but now he's, uh, he's in Sarasota, Florida. A lot of I want to give him something strong. You ever down there? Um, uh, Sedative. <laughs> yeah. You ever down in Sarasota? He can totally set you up. He knows all the people, all the places. Uh, best steak in Florida, really, seriously. No, absolutely, the best steak in Florida. And so these guys, they're happy to see you. They they love that you're an American because all Americans overseas are friends with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, also, oh, you have boy. great drugs. So, yeah, they are delighted to, to know you. Indeed. I'm Tarrant. This is Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Tarrant? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well... Let's uh, investigate this. Steve Sunday. Tarrant, Rush Chairman. Damn glad to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, uh, let's well. never talk to these Americans or any other Americans again. Can we, can we bomb the boat now? <laughs> <laughs> Give me that phone! <laughs> Second true moment gonna, of horror. It's more uh, important here. than killing vampires. Can you hold this pencil for me? <laughs> Even my cover isn't as douchey right. as the other it's, Americans um, on this boat. It's, it's midnight. Possible. Oh, dang. Oh, I wanted to talk buddy. to that Hungarian before midnight. Um, oh, well. Well, you can talk to him at midnight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when I was uh, scoping out the the uh, mental institution uh, at sundown, did I anything of mm. note uh, from the outside? No. Okay. Actually, um, everything seemed pretty copacetic. No, nothing. There was um, no screaming or wailing or people bashing themselves against the... Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Hmm. Um, aromatherapy. It was, yeah. Aromatherapy. It, it, no, that was very that. key. Aromatherapy. Yeah. Very much works. And when people are in straight jackets and can't take it down, yeah. you'd be surprised how good that is. <laughs> Just duct tape and garlic <laughs> solves half your vampire problems right there. Yep. Well, you know, if Mrs. Westerner hadn't been such a jackass. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely true. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, um, it's, it's midnight. Uh, the... Um, Gulio is now really concerned. He's looking at his phone like, what the hell? What's going on? Okay. Everyone else is having a great time. Gulio's uh, boys are having a, a good time, but they're catching a little from their, their boss. So, like, don't enjoy yourself do you too want, much. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to like split it up? Cause we've got Gulio and the Hungarian. If you want to talk to the Hungarian, I'll talk to the Hungarian. I'll talk to Gulio yeah. because I have an approach there. Right. Okay. okay. I'm, I walk over with a bottle of whatever they're serving me. Okay. To, oh, it's to make, the best. It's, to make friends. It's the finest. With, uh, yeah. Uh, this is like the 50 year Balveni or something. <laughs> I mean, it's just insane how much this is. All right. Well, you ever, uh, had one I mean, of the, the label is 50 year Balveni. It, it's 12 year Glen Kinchy, just like everything. <laughs> else, but <laughs> it's, uh, this is like three times as old as me. You want some? What kind of approach is that? Do you? Ah, uh, let's see. That seems. Like it would be something I don't have, so no, I should. Uh, uh, you know, I could, I could definitely step in here since we're supposed okay. to be together anyway. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go. I'm gonna do flattery. Okay. I'll go. Uh, he also has high society. Which yeah, helps right. Out. Yeah, which or high society would help jerks. too. But yeah. I think uh, they gave they gave this to us. Uh, I feel like your people. I feel like uh, you're the sort of people that uh, we should be friends with. Uh, this is a uh, vintage that is uh, 
only deserving of your lips. This is an offering of friendship. He says, oh, thank you. That's that's lovely. Have a seat, please. Girls, move over. Make some room for the doctor. Oh, they hey. don't need to move at Girls, all. Move back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, and he sort of gestures and some more girls show up because mm-hmm. he can't be, you know. <laughs> he uses the girls' hand girls. signal. <laughs> <laughs> girls, signal for more girls. Um, and, you know, that's their job, so sure, why yeah. not? Um, and they, uh, and, and so you're there. Of course, the girls know you, and so mm-hmm. you're actually genuinely popular. Um, and you uh, are, are are with this guy, so everyone's I, friends, and he I drinks I exude it. an air of power. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a very uh, ephemeral California and, and, and power. You, you pegged him exactly. He's 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 sort of nervous about his social position because he's a Hungarian. All Hungarians are like overcompensating all the time for feeling like they're not real Europeans. Um, and he is probably nouveau riche or stole all of his money right after the fall of communism. Mm-hmm. So he's got a lot to overcompensate for. So you basically, you nailed him immediately. It's like, no, you have to approach him as though he's a, a classy guy who can appreciate things. Right. That's just what he wanted to hear. And he's like, oh, yes, this is magnificent. Oh, excellent choice. You know, good, good eye. You know, thank yeah. you. Thank you, sir. I understand this is from your private staff. Yeah, I yeah, saw that yeah. being taken on. I was very jealous. It's true. Yes. Uh, I want to get him into a, I'm, I'm decorating my loft. I got a new loft. It's my thurf. Oh, yeah, man. Thurf loft. Thurf. 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 <laughs> I, I invented a new number. It's, We're in, beta. Beta. Yeah, that's right. yeah, we it's in beta. beta. It's on, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't quite work yet. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting user feedback. Let me get you an invite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for... What would you suggest I decorate my, my loft with? He says, well, um, obviously I don't know your taste, except that it's good enough to drink this. Well, my first one is industrial. My second one is just like blank, man. And the third one... <laughs> I want to do something classic. Yes. Classic. Um, have you thought about uh, 15th, 16th century uh, Mannerist era, Rococo era tapestries? You can do a lot with tapestries. You, you can hang them. They can uh, be room dividers. That's I, great. I can see that there's great. a lot of possibilities like with a, that. Like acoustically, because I want to start a podcast where I talk about all my <laughs> innovations. <laughs> yes, and he sort of looks blank because what does he care? But one of the girls is like, oh, a podcast. I never listen to those. <laughs> I shun people who listen to those. But I know what they are. As everyone rightfully should. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Turn off this podcast. Let's go out into the world. Except for Ken and Robin talk about stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They're so dreamy. Anyway. Um, Number yeah, one podcast so, likes party boats. So uh, Arpad is his name. Um, uh, Naj is his last name, but he, you're on first name basis already. And so he's um, happy to talk to you about, you know, whatever you want to talk to about tapestries. I'm, I'm hoping to open thing. this up to just basically old things. Like, say, vampires. Like, but, say, vampires. <laughs> Um, uh, just the the way things used to be, the, uh, the way they used to be, yeah. in the good old days, in the good old days. What's your What's your high um, interpersonal? Just to ask, uh, reassurance, actually, reassurance. Okay, um, or streetwise, streetwise. All right, uh, reassurance is basically you guys are old friends. Everything mm-hmm. that you say is in confidence. I would never fuck you. Right. Um, over. I hope that this is a, a <laughs> podcast because it is now. Um, <laughs> the uh, and so it's that. And so it encourages uh, right. confidences. And it's not that long before he's telling you about his next big thing that he hopes to score huge bank on. Hey. He has stumbled on the only copy of 
the Chronicle of John Hunyadi. That sounds heady. Yes, <laughs> uh, he was he was one of Hungary's greatest uh, greatest uh, warriors, great champion of Christendom uh, against the Muslims, against the hated Turk, um, and he died here in Belgrade at the siege of Belgrade, liberating it from from the Turk in 1456. And I have found uh, here in Belgrade a copy of the Chronicle that was being kept by his court historian while he was fighting the siege. So it's right up to date. And I found it and I bought it uh, from the fool who had it, who didn't know what he had. And so it cost me, you know, practically nothing. It was like a giveaway price, ten, twenty-five thousand dollars I don't even remember. Um, I had people for that. And I was like, oh, wow, he's so impressive. Um, <laughs> but now, trust me, it's safe. It's... Um, uh, it's in the uh, it's in the vault at the uh, National Bank of of Belgrade, uh, where I keep one of my accounts. Um, and once <laughs> I once I um, uh, once I make the uh, sale offer, if no one will buy it here, I'll go back to Budapest, and uh, I'm sure that the National Historical Museum there will want it because they have a val- they know history and they value history and they value the history of Hungary. Right. Yeah. Yes. And one of the girls is like, "Talk about Dracula. That's the interesting part." <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, what, what about Dracula? <laughs> he says, well, um, no, it's, it's, wait, it's, wait, no, this is, this is how things work. Don't tell me about Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. Let's talk about tapestries for nine hours. <laughs> um, That's so how it works in undercover police. Having, having, uh, brilliantly diverted him. Yeah. Um, he then eventually says that, uh, everyone knows that, uh, Vlad Tepesh, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad Dracula was, part of Hunyadi's retinue, that he was with Hunyadi in Hungary. And mm-hmm. that Hunyadi is the guy who basically puts him back on the throne of Wallachia. What they don't know, and what this chronicle proves, is that he was at the Siege of Belgrade in 1456. Mm. And so, Vlad mm. Dracula was in that castle, and he points sort of randomly back towards the direction. And does thunder in, flash? In 1456. <laughs> Der Castle... <laughs> And um uh and my and and my chronicle well it it, it reveals things. I I can't say anymore. Ama- Are there any good tapestries of this guy? Because I think like with the feng shui, yeah, and it looked really good on the says, north wall. Well, there's some there's some things in the Romanian National Museum All right. that normally they wouldn't sell. But I know a guy. I can All get right. you some tapestries. Right. I can hook you up. You're my man, Afrod. Yes. Okay. Okay. He says, oh no, you too, Mister Elo founder. Um, <laughs> We are both the man. Like, Yay, let's celebrate being the man. Let's take more drugs. Um, that is the conversation. Yulio, meanwhile, is like, like, what the fuck? What's going on? And his boys are like, yeah, I'm going to walk over there. Okay. They um, look up at you and they so, instantly size you up. Not super instantly because yeah. they've been drinking. Um, they're not jamokes. They know that right. you're a problem child. Of course. <laughs> um, my hope here is that because I have. Um, I, this may eventually be a network spend. I'm not sure. Um, but because I have intimidation and streetwise and am in cover as someone who may in fact be somewhat known as an international bodyguard, bodyguard right. and useful person to know yeah. that I may know Gulio at least by reputation. You, you, you don't necessarily know him by reputation, but you've been fed enough information by your buddy that I can pretend that you can pretend to know him. Yeah. And I've forgotten your character's name. 
Albert. Albert. I, uh, I knew the last name Waskowitz, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, Albert. But Albert has fed you the information about Gulio. He's like, oh, this is all the things. And yeah. So now you have great. Hey, you were you did that Makarska job. You did Makarska job, and yeah, I was yeah. in town at that time mm-hmm. doing this yeah. other thing. Right. This guy, you know. Yeah. And um, the idea is to go in and uh, explain that I respect him and mm-hmm. that I respect his reputation. And that I thought it would be better if I declared myself and what my interests were in this room because when he looks a little bit, don't take any offense, but when he looks a little bit jumpy or worried about something happening, that makes me feel jumpy and worried about the potential safety of my clients. And I just thought I'd come over and ask if there were any ways I could potentially make myself useful to him throughout the night, as long as it's not a direct conflict of interest with my bodyguarding well, job. Gulio is very happy to have you show up, and he's, he seems a little distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, your your play went over better with, like, his head goon. His head goon than it he did was like, him. Oh, no, that's totally cool. That's awesome. That's like an American movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he sort of really buys it. Yeah. I mean, he, you, you sort of sold it on him. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gulio just seems, like, super distracted and not, and he's like, no, I'm. Sh- uh, thank you very much. I'm glad to know that you're here to bodyguard um, uh, the man in that shirt. Yeah, the um, man in that in the, the very visible shirt. shirt yes, <laughs> that for now that, that will make it um, uh, that will make it uh, much easier, I suppose. Um, but he's but he's like just sort of talking with half his mouth. I mean, you mentioned the Makarska yeah. job. You've got the streetwise. You're mm-hmm. you're you're part of the demi monde. He can't just shine you off, right? But he also he's in every way except saying I'm too busy. You know, mm-hmm. go away. Right. He's sort of saying, I'm too busy, go there. away. All right. And if you weren't here on a job, you know that what would happen is he would basically buy you a bottle and a girl. Right. As a, you know, oh, no, oh, if no, you're on the McCarthy job, you're a friend of mine. Here's a bottle and a girl. Now go somewhere else. With right. Okay. And it. But he can't do that because you're here. But, you know, that's sort of his, his, his go-to his move, go-to at, this move point. at this point. And he's, and so he sort of, he even says, are you okay for bottles? And he says, yeah, oh, no, I mean, I'm, after. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm gonna then, um, I'm gonna ask if he minds if I just chat with his, with his security about trade stuff for Yeah, no, absolutely. Exchanging professional, uh, courtesies is why we are all in business. And And he uh, says, oh, and he he gives you a, a, a card, which is a card for a, it looks like it's a a strip joint or a nightclub or something somewhere in, um, elsewhere in Belgrade, uh, sort of a slightly higher end, um, uh, type joint, and he says, "You just mentioned my name there, and they'll take care of you." I, I'm sorry that I can't, you know, give you the respect that you deserve as a fellow professional, but I'm, I've, I've got some business uh, that I need to take care of. I understand the pressing needs of business. Mm-hmm. If there's any way that I can help ease whatever you're up to tonight without a direct conflict of interest, I'd be glad to know. And if there's anything you want to clue me in on that might be happening later tonight that I might want to get my clients out of the way, I would take it as a personal favor. Says, no, there's nothing. It's just a it's just a quick meet and grab. Certainly, it's a business. So sure. No, they won't even happen in this deck. It's all in the river. All right. Um, and, <laughs> and right about you know maybe it's one in the morning or so. Yeah. And he, as you're sort of standing around, you, you're not so talking I'm, to him anymore, but. He gets a call, but it's not on the phone that he's been looking at the whole time. It's on a phone that he p- takes out of his yeah. jacket. And um, do you have high society at all? I do not have high society at all. I, I do. Languages, I'm talking to the. Uh, I'm talking to the art collector. The art collector. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have law. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. just a thing that if you don't see it, you don't see sure. it. 
So he, he takes out this phone, he answers it, and he's talking. Let's say he's talking in English. He, he says, no, no, he hasn't shown. Well, I don't know. That was, that was, you told me. Hmm. He says, look, I'm, I'm not in charge of this, uh, hunting. I'm just in charge of being here. And that's all you paid for. No, no, I'll stay on. Yeah. No, you count on that. And he puts the phone away. And now he's really pissed off. And he you know, has one of his guys run and get him a big bottle of something. Cause now he's mad. And he has yeah. to sort of, you know, not look like a schmuck who's been ordered around by a cell phone. <laughs> he needs to demonstrate his anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to order somebody else around. Yeah. And so you suspect that you are, again, because you know this kind of guy, you're probably about 20 minutes from him going off into one of the rooms and relieving some irritation. Yeah. Right. Um, um, because he's going to drink, and then that will make him think that this is a good idea instead of saying, staying sober for whatever he's waiting for. Right. Again, this is just standard streetwise stuff that you know. Yep. And um, for those listening at home, other people might have made you spend a point for that, not me. <laughs> Use this podcast to argue with your GM. That's please. right. Cite our precedent here. Yes. yes. Yeah. As gospel law. Mm-hmm. So, that's... Do uh, you have any other uh, uh, actions you want to do with our pod? Our pod? Uh, I think it's time to just, like, check in on my uh, personal brand and see my clout score. Okay. Uh, by, by which I'm uh, checking in to see if there are any alerts from the uh, surveillance equipment down in the hold. Nope. Nope. Surveillance equipment has seen one guy come down and get uh, another case of champagne. All right. And another guy come down and get another case of scotch. No news is good news. <laughs> uh. um, and that's that, that, that just tells you that it's still working. It's still transmitting. Nothing is jamming right. it. Um, you have electronic surveillance. Mm-hmm. Do you want to spend a point? Yes, okay. always. Yeah. I want to spend all of the points. All the points. Just spend the one point. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm now out of all of the points. All right. Um, while you were doing it, mm-hmm. uh, and this was, again, right around one in the morning, right. there was a brief ping and burst from this room. From from the party room? No, from the Oh, from hold, ah, I uh, see. Right near your sensor suite, which is why your ah, sensor suite picked it up. It's almost as though your sensor suite was right near the transmitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it was a um, what's going on type mm-hmm. inquiry, you know, sort of a, you know, check some, check system. And the burst was just a standard electronic, nothing has happened. It, you know, it, it basically it, it squealed back all what it's recorded. And mm-hmm. you can play that back because it wasn't really encrypted. Right. Um, and nothing happened. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, probably nothing. Then. Yeah, right. <laughs> no news continues to be some news. Yeah. All right. Um, assuming that there is also nothing visible that happened at nope. midnight. The, 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 at midnight, there was no uh, action whatsoever. You did, you did get a brief sort of a weird atmospheric sense, mm-hmm. like sort of an inversion layer came over the, 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 um, right, just the got sky. Light. It was just like the, the temperature changed. Yeah. Um, the, the, the clouds looked different mm-hmm. sort of, but then that sort of passed. Yeah. Like, and then that was like right at midnight that mm-hmm. there was a sort of a, uh, and ordinarily you suspect right. that would be about when everyone would just go bananas. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but from, from the outside, there appears to be, and I, I'm like, and no know, lights like, are going on or any uh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and like no, binoculars, like looking in the windows. As well. And when you look up at the windows, you yeah. can see that the, see the garlic is still hanging there. All right. All right. Well, uh, feeling like I'm, I'm probably, uh, 
not going to accomplish much at this point. I'm actually going to go as one and go get the Zodiac set up and actually go and start shadowing, like catch up with and start kind of what? trailing. Okay. All right. The party barge. The party okay. barge. If you're in radio contact with us, you want to take a quick glance, just like maybe drive past the bank on your way there and yeah. see if anything interesting is happening there. Cause we did just hear word of an artifact that might be of interest personally to Dracula. For some reasons. Oh, sure, yeah. I can I, imagine. I can definitely. Could be at the bank. Mm. If there's also, any if we picked up like... anything interesting on the cameras he hid early in right. the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to yeah, kind of check all, all that. All that. Okay, the bank is nothing. The right. bank has got its whatever its night shift guards are. So right. it's There's secure. no obvious thing. And there's I'm no not really going to go snooping around the in there. Yeah. Um, in terms of the uh, night shift guards, or the, or the, the cameras, rather, yeah. that you left. There. Which I've been kind of like monitoring kind mm-hmm. of consistently, you know, just like checking every so often kind of thing. Uh, the guy that you uh, originally spotted has mm-hmm. shown up at that safe house. Okay. So he is working out of that safe house. Okay. Um, around what time? Uh, he showed up just right after sundown. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right around his – from the meeting to the yeah. safe house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems to – he could have done something, sure, on the way, but – yeah. That seems to sink yeah. It was basically right about the time when you're like, my motorcycle is getting released. Right. Conspicuous. <laughs> you drove away. He probably came by in about half an hour after that. Sure. He he did show up, so your cameras give you that. Uh, she left okay. in the car and came back. And when she came back, she was carrying a big a, a cooler. Okay. Like a... In, in like a like like a foam cooler, like a foam cooler. Yeah, yeah. my tricks are being poached, <laughs> and she carries it into the the, okay. the safe house there. And you, it doesn't say you know medical supplies or anything. Sure, on it. it says just, you know igloo or whatever the yeah. fuck. Hearts of the innocent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever the Serbian knockoff of igloo cooler <laughs> is, that's what it said. It is hearts of the innocent. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It doesn't really translate well. It sounds no, a lot it, it sounds creepy when you say it. <laughs> it sounds it's, weird in English. In English. But yeah. in Serbian, it's lovely, and people are like, "Oh, that's wonderful." So yeah, you have the um, uh, you 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 have that footage. That's all that they're doing before you okay. get on the Zodiac. Sure. All right. So you're getting the Zodiac, mm-hmm. piloting it out into the middle of the Danube, looking for the. <clears throat> Boat, which is not super hard to find, and also we're like you? in in communication, so. right? Yeah, so that their sniper doesn't blow your head off. <laughs> yeah. See a boat attacked it. Don't worry. There's a zodiac coming. I, I can't. I'll, I'll take the shot. <laughs> no, 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 Perun. No. Hold on. Oh, Perun. No, Perun. Uh, no. I'm gonna. I don't. Think... Oh, I've got a shot. I can take it. Uh, I feel. I feel like Sven isn't really going to be too much help for help to me. Yeah. He gets to hang out on the shore. Sven and Lars. The party barge is super easy to find. It's well lit and partying. Right. Lots of noise and whatnot. Uh, Gulio has gone into another room with two of the girls and uh, the rest of his bottle. You'd think that this again, if they were normal guys, this would mean they visibly relax and say, "Yay, the boss is gone." Time yeah. to be un- unruly. But yeah. now. They're, if anything, more nervous, a little more yeah. nervous and alert because they're like, okay. I'm going to compliment them on their professionalism. They'd say, well, you know, we didn't, we didn't make it through six years in Bosnia without mm-hmm. knowing a little bit about staying on point. Yeah. And one of the guys is like, Ixnay on the Osnia Bay. I grin. Someone will ask what side you were on and that's going to be so embarrassing. Yeah. I grin and say that I've got plenty of war stories I'm not allowed to share with them either. Says, no, absolutely. Then they, you know, to stories we can't share. You know, clink, drink. And again, they're, they're, they're drinking more than you would 
on a mission. They're, right. they're not at 100%, but they're not just getting Wasted. sloppy and yeah, stupid. Right. right. So, yeah, if you were looking for mercenaries, this would be a pretty good Yeah, if I crew. had something to point them at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gulio is gone. Uh, now it's it's a little bit after two. Um, you're heading into Neaptide, uh, which is the other possible moment. Um, do you have anything that you want to do between now and three? Or should we skip ahead to the party boat? Oh, I'm trying to More party think. Boat. Is there uh, anyone else who looks... Well, there are lookouts, by the way, on the deck of the party boat. Okay. You can okay. see that. There's a couple of guys on the stern and a couple of guys on the bow. Okay. And one of them clearly has a rifle. Okay. Uh, the guy on the stern. The guy on the bow, you can't super tell because what you don't want to do is circle the right. party boat. Yeah. No, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do the... what they are doing is smoking enough that they're fucking up their night vision. So sure. <laughs> when they light up a cigarette, you can... There's one guy, there's two guys. One guy, two guys. Okay. Yeah. And you I'm, can definitely see the rifle on, on that guy. All okay. right. Well, I'm, I'm keeping kind of, you know... I'm, Low profile. Yes, I'm intending to not be seen by yes. Them. Right. A Zodiac on the Danube at yeah. two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty low profile by, <laughs> yeah. by yeah. definition. Uh, so as far as our surveillance shows, the agents we tracked to Belgrade in the first place are both still in their they're safe both, house. They're in the yeah, safe house. As they're, far as we know. As though they're waiting for something. One got in and never left. The other returned after an errand. They're both mm-hmm. still there. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. far as we know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. The... um. Uh, there is another one of those weird atmospheric effects mm-hmm. right around neap tide, okay. slack, slack tide, I should say. Mm-hmm. This guy's sort of move a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I think maybe when that happens, I'm kind of like, hey, this happened earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. It was at, at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I, they've made that. The other thing that happens is that there is a boat now approaching okay. the, um, uh, the, the Red Eagle. Mm-hmm. And it's coming from up the Danube, or from down the Danube, right. rather. So from the direction of Romania and Turkey. Romanian side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, since it's the time, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good time to just, like, get some fresh air, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On the, the north side yeah. of the boat. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I have, call you, into you guys. You have, yeah, like, yeah, a, 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 there's, like, a veranda to go out and, and smoke mm-hmm. and do whatever that's part of the party barge. It's do not whatever, the, smoke whatever. The, the main deck yeah. uh, where the work guys are, or the guard guys, although there are also security that are, you know, sort of posted at the ends of it, looking that way, so right. they're not yeah. interfering with anyone's yeah. recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man, I'm getting so many hashtags out of this. Yeah. Yep. So you um, uh, so you, you go out on, onto the, onto the uh, Texas, is I guess what it is, the, the little uh, portico area, and you're looking out to the north, and you don't really see anything much. Uh, you get that same sort of weird but for you, since you came out right about at that time, mm-hmm. it feels maybe it's just the difference between being inside that right. barge and going outside to the nice weather. Are you going out with him or are you staying? I am going out with him. Okay. I'm going to uh, excuse myself from the from the mercenaries here the, mm-hmm. and mutter something about not trusting my clients to not fall into the sea. Right. Or yeah. at least in the river all by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Says, um... Uh, well, you know. Where's the doctor? Good, good luck. Um, I can't think of a better place for me to be. All right. Sort of then out there. As I yeah. could keep an eye on the people inside. I yeah. I guess. I guess. Although my my choice for that would be would be you, unless you have a more compelling reason to come out than I do. Because at this point, I'm just trying to figure out where where we should be positioned. Um, because I can stand there, sit sit there talking to the art collector. I don't think the art collector has anything in motion. I think it's the other guy. I think you should yeah. stay 
I mean, yeah. If you, I, mean, I if think you, you can stay the, on the art collector uh, on the off chance that Dracula is coming to buy a book from him right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Arpad, I guess. Um, uh, but, basically, he says, um, you know, no, he, he doesn't have any. This is just a pure party trip. Yeah. Uh, okay. He, did, he didn't even mean to come out tonight, but he got uh, the invitation. Um, and, and he figured, why not? I mean, he's got he's got money to blow and a huge payday coming. So knock yourself out. Right. In that case. I should probably stay tucked in with the mercenaries if possible. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Brigovich has made yeah. the rounds of you guys and introduced himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he was, he's not like turtled up anywhere. <laughs> uh, does he seem relaxed, nervous? He seems totally relaxed. Like it's his party boat. Yep. He's, mm-hmm. the, he's the man. He's freaking Leonardo DiCaprio, right? He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's the king. Um, so he's, uh, top of the world. He's, uh, happy to, you know, see everyone. Really happy to see you, okay. Mr. Elephanter guy. Mm-hmm. You know, please, anything. Have, have, have my people been treating you well? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Let's, if, say, if not, let's I'll take a picture. Them, I'll throw them in the river right yeah. now. <laughs> I will. Okay. There's more where they came from. Yes. And he's, you know, he's, he's, he's nice to our, he's nice to our pad. Um, uh, um, high society. High society. You notice that when he talks to our pad, he acts a little confused, like he, you know, didn't really expect him to be on the boat or whatever. Mm. The same sort of way that he did when the Yellow Founder guy, um, because you guys just sort of showed up at the last minute, right? But um, with and with Julio, he, he does he just sort of does a very polite, you know, single drink and he's gone because Julio's a rival, yeah, gangster, right? Um, and it's just I'm showing the faith and everything's cool, good. Uh, no harm, no foul. With you, it's like he's effusive, but he doesn't know you. Right. And with our pad, it's like, hey, glad to have you on the boat, man. Right. You know, <laughs> Danilo Bragovich, Rush Chairman, damn glad to meet you. And with Trent and those guys, it's like, oh, my American friends back again. Good to see you. <laughs> right. So he's, he sort of, um, uh, has a different, you know, vibe with whoever he's talking to. Right. All right. Um, back on the deck. Uh, yeah. I wanted to get the, um, Danilo visit because I'd forgotten to mention that he's out there, but that happened like one in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, back on the deck, back on the uh, deck, you're out there, bodyguard are out there. Um, you notice uh, my notice rating is one, uh huh, and your notice rating is two. two. You hear noise as of a sh- as of a, a ship engine or a boat engine um, that is not the engine of the boat that you're on right now. Okay. Um, yeah. In fact, the boat you're on right now, you think is anchored, or maybe it's not, and it's just sort of, you know, making Drifting minor uh, minor motion against the current. Yeah. Um, but you know, just they're in reverse and going go 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 go. But there's a, definitely another boat that is uh, making some noise, but it's not just operating on full. It's got you know, it's dialed down to very little. You know, there's not whisper mode on a boat, but they're trying to stay <laughs> low profile, and no one has been, you know. Blowing whistles or horns, which is what you do if two boats are coming to meet each other normally in the Danube, because you have to yeah. establish who gets right of way. Right. And none of that has happened. Is uh, there any uh, mist on the water tonight? Uh, uh, smoke on the water, fire on the sun. Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit of mist. It, it, it appeared around when this uh, atmospheric event mm. you know, kind of came over. just kind of popped up a little bit. Shoot the mist. <laughs> the mist is definitely um, a sign of Dracula. Yep. I'm gonna. Uh, it's also a sign of mist. <laughs> uh, mist I'm gonna, is a sign of Thursday here in Belgrade. Yeah, that's true. 
too. <laughs> I'm going to motor around to where I can get a better view of this incoming ship. Okay. And um, use my snazzy uh, night vision equipment that was in our case. a surveillance role because what you're very interested in is not being seen by right. these guys. Am I right? Uh, that is one of the things I'm interested in, yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like the time for surveillance is, is coming to a close soon. Well, let's spend two. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe. Uh, seven. Oh, seven. Very good. And look at them. Still not doing good. Um, Hooray. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're actually pretty close to the boat. Um, the boat... Um, do you have human terrain? Uh, yes, one. Uh, the boat is registered to Galat, which is a port at the mouth of the Danube in Romania. Okay. Um, but you notice that the... Um, uh, the boat itself, uh, it's characteristically rigged like a Ser- uh, Slovakian riverboat. Okay. The the boat may be bought in Romania, but it's crewed by Slovaks. Okay. And um, the, uh, uh, the 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 boat is 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 just sort of pulling up really slow, mm-hmm. and there's guys up, and they've got a little flashlight, and they're sending signals, and the guy in the front of this boat is sending little signals, and it's okay. like, hey, it's that boat we wanted. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of calling you know calling right. to you guys like. This is the you know location of the boat. There's guys from, you know, wherever the guy's staying is signaling back, whatever you know deck mm-hmm. or landing that's on. About how many guys on that boat? On that on boat, the approaching boat, on yeah. the approaching boat. Um, maybe a dozen, or maybe you know somewhere yeah. in that area. Yeah, narrow, ten, ten to fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on yeah, if sure. anyone's just hanging out where I can't see him or not. And uh, they uh, tie their boat to the. Uh, Red Eagle, mm-hmm. and then they start passing what right. looked like crates of cigarettes ah. up over the bow. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yay, we're passing it up. <laughs> and then they stop halfway through, and one of the guys passes down what looks like a um, a, a bank bag mm-hmm. like you'd have. You know, so yeah. probably just a bunch of money in that. Okay. And uh, they, you know, stop halfway through, and then, yay, and so the cigarettes keep coming. <laughs> and everyone's happy to see delicious cigarettes right. come onto the boat. I guess uh, I'm keeping a sharp eye out for anything non non cigarette smuggly related. <laughs> okay. Um, as you do that, um, you notice that the um uh, boat here there's um like it's it's not like a porthole, but it's like a little um bilge mm-hmm. run run out the bilge, mm-hmm. and there's fresh bilge coming out, which really stands out. Yeah. In your glasses. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, that's odd that that would stand out so strongly in my glasses. <laughs> Why is it so warm? And I'm going to put the, um, uh, the, 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 the color, yeah. uh, uh, turn the, the color thing off. Okay. And, and look at it in true color. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's cause it's red. Rushing blood out of the bilge. Mm-hmm. Well, either, uh, either something went terribly wrong with this cigarette smuggling <laughs> operation, uh, or, uh, you know, there may be there may be some evidence of what we're looking for on this little boat. Okay, and now um, uh, that's coming out of the small the, yeah, the, the little boat, bilge, not, yeah, the, right, not the yeah, party not ship. The party ship. Yeah. And now the, the 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 guys are like you know holding up a bottle and they're waving it to the guys on the foredeck and they're saying, "Come on down, <laughs> drink with us. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy. You've got your cigarettes. We've got our money. Let's mm-hmm. celebrate." And the guys on the on the on the party boat are like, you know. Sure. <laughs> we got to be part of that, boat. right? Yeah. Hey. So they um, I've never partied with Slovak sailors. They they start coming down onto the deck of the of the party boat or of the Slovakian mm-hmm. rigged boat. 
uh, again, from having read Dracula, you know that he works with Slovak Boats, River pilot, yeah. pirates. So mm-hmm. um, there is a strong possibility that these are his men. Okay. And sure enough, n- no sooner than those first two guys set foot, mm-hmm. one of the guys on deck, it's like a lightning flash. I mean, you're mm-hmm. just amazed that you saw it at all, but you're an expert surveiller. <laughs> and he just, you know, whips out. Uh, it, he's got a knife or something, and yeah. he just <laughs> cuts both their throats simultaneously. Wow. And I don't just, want to party with these They things. just drop, <laughs> you know. And then the um, Slovaks start climbing onto the party boat. Oh. Yeah. Looks like the party's coming to us. Yeah. All righty then. Yeah, that engine noise stopped, so it was probably nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, Wait, it's all right. probably nothing. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But we'll be back with the conclusion to our Dracula dossier episodes next week. In the meantime, be sure to check out the campaign podcast, which updates every Wednesday over at OneShotPodcast.com. Also, at this time, I'm not sure if Critical Success is going to be late this week. We're attending Metatopia, and we're probably going to record an episode there. So if Critical Success doesn't drop this Thursday, it'll drop next Thursday, featuring both Kat and myself. If you liked our guests this week, be sure to check out the show notes for links to all their wonderful work. One Shot is a joint production between Tenpenny Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Attack!